mean, are we, are we excited about, how many made New Year's resolutions? <laughs> no, no, two people. <laughs> yeah, we have the rest of us all given up on that whole idea. <laughs> like, we know. It's, it's, it's December 2nd already and failed again. Just kidding. Um, uh, well, man, we got, we go into a new year and, and it's interesting. I, I was, you know, thinking about that going to a new year and, and typically, like I said before, typically I'm really excited about the potential of a new year and going, man, going to this one is like, wonder what this one's going to hold. And I was like, why do I, why, like, why, why is that my first thought? I mean, the circumstance, all the rest of it, despite all the circumstances, despite all the things that we've been through. It, it, that shouldn't be. There should be, the turning of the calendar should be something going. There should be high anticipation of the excitement, of the potential, thinking that. So, I, I mean, I started reflecting on that a little bit, and I thought, man, we, we got to do, we got to do a series on, on mental health. And we got to talk about this. The Bible talks about it a lot, so that's easy for me as a preacher to, to find reference. But I was like, I've, I, I looked it up because I've heard the rumors and I looked it up and I was like, I wonder if there's any, you know, polls or stats out there that will reflect the fact that what people are saying that we're in a mental health crisis and is it getting any better? Is it getting any worse? And I came across this, this study. This was done in, in November. Um, and, and it was released in November. I think this study was actually done in the spring of 2021. But this is what this study said. This is StatsCan. They said one in four, that's 25% of Canadians aged 18 and older screened positive for symptoms of depression, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress disorder in the spring of 2021. That's up from one in five. That's, a, that's an increase of 5% in the fall of 2020. Now, now watch this now. If you just put numbers to that, that means in, in the last year, 1.9 million more Canadians are battling with depression, anxiety, or PTSD. I mean, it's a real one in four. So if you look around this room or look around the room in the campuses, or that means one in four of us are struggling with depression, anxiety, PTSD. And I think, let's just be honest, all of us have a little bit of PTSD from the last two years. No? Last year, uh, Pastor Ralph and I um, had the privilege of being asked to become the chaplains for the Lethbridge Fire Department. And what an honor to be, to be asked and, and to be able to serve in this way. Uh, and, and part of the benefits of being, you know, chaplains with the fire department is that we get to receive training um, in counseling, in psychology, in mental health, and also, you know, in, in trauma and how to handle all that kind of stuff. And so I want to share with you something that, that, that I learned uh, in a course that, that Pastor Ralph and I took last year. And the course was taught by Dr. I'll call her Dr. Mila. Her, her real name is going to be up here because you'll see why. Um, Milena, yeah. Um, we just called her Dr. Mila. Uh, anyway, she taught this. She said this. Mental health is not feeling good all the time. It's about being able to see things clearly free of distortion. Okay, so some of us, we, we go, man, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, and then all of a sudden we have a good day, and we feel good, and we think, like, well, I'm not struggling anymore. Yeah. 
or we feel like because maybe I'm I'm feeling better, we got you know rest a little bit of rest in the last little while. I'm I'm feeling better. I'm I'm doing good. And she says mental health is not feeling good. It's about being able to see things clearly free of distortion. Now she described this this healthy zone, the free of distortion zone. She described it as the window of tolerance. And I'm going to put up a graphic now, and this is from Dr. Dan's uh, Siegel, and he said this, this is the window of tolerance. This is, this is what it looks like. And he basically says the window of tolerance is, is that every single one of us has a flow. This is, I'm going to do some psychology teaching. Is that okay? That's going to help us to get, put it into perspective. But he says in, in a, healthy, a healthy nervous system, in, you know, and a normal person is going to have sympathetic arousal. You're going to have moments where you get stressed. We, you're going to have things, and that's natural for all of us to endure things, extraordinary stress. That's normal. So you're going to have, you know, this, this mental health arousal, and then you're going to have these times where you relax and you come back, you settle back down. And even in a day, you're going to have these peaks and valleys up and down. And that is normal. You're going to have, that, that's not unhealthy. And if it stays within this window of tolerance, you are healthy, mentally healthy, and, and being able to cope. Dr. Mila said this about this. She says that mental health and stress are not all or nothing. Rather, they are on a continuum. Now, this is what's interesting. She says, you're going to have these moments up and downs on all the rest of it. But the place where you get outside of the window of tolerance, where you go into the place of extraordinary stress to where one in four Canadians are claiming to be depressed or anxious or, or having symptoms of PTSD, when you get into that zone, um, it's normal. They said that you don't just all of a sudden, you know, typically have a traumatic event and slide. Sometimes that happens. PTSD, sometimes that happens. But depression, anxiety, all this kind of stuff is more, it's not an all or nothing, a one-time shot, it, you know, one-time extreme circumstance all the time. Rather, she said, it is on a continuum. In other words, prolonged, not properly dealing with you're, and paying attention to your mental health, it's on a continuum. You'll, you'll kind of slide outside of the zone of the window of tolerance. And I think this is especially relevant for us to talk about today because in, in some way, all of us have been in a state of constant stress, uncertainty over the last couple of years. And even as we head into this new year, Right, we're just we're going. Okay, well, now what? Now the changes. Now what do we do? Now how do how do this? Now school's upset, and oh, now the, now work is. I don't know, and everything, all the uncertainty, and we we've been in a constant up down ebb and flows circumstances and all this, and and so I think it's appropriate for us to be able to talk about this because here's here's some things, and this is what Dr. Mila went through. She said, here's some signs that you might be on a continuum, slide outside of the window of tolerance. Here's some signs. Here's some physical signs, warning signs. Warning signs physically is that you're going to have muscle tension, GI problems, your heart racing, you know, blood pressure, uh, you know, in the abnormal zone. For me, like, I'll just be vulnerable as I went through this list. I was like, I was like, oh man, there was a number of things that kind of came up. But for me, um, I, I kind of hit a, a, a crash zone in, in uh, spring of 2021 and in there I had a, about a six-week bout in there were with gout and I and and it I, I struggled with gout for since I was in my late 20s 
And so it's not abnormal that I'd have a flare-up or all the rest of it, but this flare-up, it's typically, when you get gout, you get it in one location for one, you know, short, you know, short period of time, and it's agonizing and all the rest of it. But in spring of 2021, I had it in three locations at the same time. I had it in my knee and in both feet. And I was basically crippled for, for a while and crawling and all the rest of it just to get around and that didn't even work and all, it was, it was agonizing and terrible. And I went, what in the world? Like this is, this is a worse flare up than whatever. At some point when you're under some sort of stress or some sort of anxiety, something's got to give. Something's got to give. And sometimes you'll have, you're physically, you're going to show signs, warning signs of, of going outside of the window of tolerance. Physically, you're going to have one of these or more symptoms. Emotionally, here's a warning sign that you might be outside of the window of tolerance or sliding there is that you, you deal with, you know, abnormal fear, worry, anxiety, nervousness. There's cognitive warning signs like being preoccupied or, or fixated or lack of concentration or, or memory loss. Uh, those, those kind of things are just kind of cognitive warning signs. You're just not as sharp as you were, you know, all these kind of things. There's other behavioral warning signs like substance use or, and abuse, overuse, uh, overeating, etc. These might be, you know, undereating. Uh, these might be uh, signs of behavioral signs of outside the window of tolerance. There's social signs like, you know, you're more argumentative or short-tempered or withdrawn, you kind of you're maybe you're typically introverted or maybe you're naturally extroverted but all of a sudden you're finding yourself more and more introverted and withdrawn this is another one that I went I was finding myself kind of pulling back and and being more withdrawn and more introverted I was like this is not natural this is not this is not normally me and this is more than just getting old because we make excuses don't we I'm just yeah, no, I've got muscle tension. I just, yeah, just can't heal like we used to, you know, all these kind of stuff. And going, wait a second, but sometimes we make excuses for sometimes the warning signs that our body or our mind or, or other things that are, that were just our warning signs that something is not healthy. And we can deal with our physical health, but man, we got to, I want to deal in 2022, I want to be able to have the, the healthiest year mentally, emotionally, Ever. This is why we're starting this year with this series. It's like, let's, let's learn how to deal with this and stay healthy and be healthy, get healthier. You know, are we okay? Let's do it. So I, I don't know about you, but some, for some, for me, when Dr. Mila went through this list, I was like, they little, hit a little bit too close for home. But probably like you, I started making all the excuses as to, well, that's just my age, or that's just this, or that's just that, or yeah, no, 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 you know, all these kind of things, and not, not really going. And I was making excuses until she provided this next chart. And in this next chart, she says, what, this shows what happens if you go outside of the um, window of tolerance. You have a traumatic event or a series of events, and then you do your normal peaks, but your peaks, instead of being ebbs and flows up, you know, gradual up and down, they're just kind of sharp, and they just kind of, you sharply go outside of the zone. And if you go above the window of tolerance, that's, that's where you get, you know, that's hyper arousal. That's where you're going to have, you know, things like anger or outbursts or these kind of things are going to happen. If you go below, this is where you go introverted and withdrawn. 
And so she says, this is what she did. She says, if you were to put a number, one to 10, on this chart, that bottom line in the chart of window of tolerance would be four, and the top line would be a six, and the you know, perfect would be five in there. So there, four to six is the window of tolerance. Anything above the six is going to get into, you're going to get into you know, unhealthy zones. And anything above six is hyperarousal, and that's where your emotions begin to cloud your judgment, where you become, you know, become continually agitated or just outright anger. And if, you're, if you get to a 10, that's where you're just enraged. Anybody notice this in society? Like, people are road rage like never before. Like, have you, have you not seen this? I apologize if it was me. Just kidding. Well, I do. I apologize. I don't think I. But it, but I mean, I just see people, and you see people that are just like snapping at 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 servers at places, like snapping quicker. And you just like like anybody ever noticed that service at most stores and stuff like this is like like gone down here, and everybody just seems to be on edge. Have you not seen this? That's why I thought we got to talk about this. We gotta address this because this is, this is not just introspective. I looked at this and said, yeah, this is me, but I looked around, I was like, this is all of us. And if you get, if in the window of tolerance, if you go above, if you get too much out of there, you can get stuck on high where you're constantly angry, constantly enraged. Or you can get stuck on low where you're just basically shutting down and withdrawing, and you're kind of happy. You're asking for more quarantines and isolation. And I, I, you're good with all that. That's not, we're not meant to quarantine and isolate. That's not human nature. But so look at it again. I want to go back to Dr. Mila's quote. She said this, that mental health is not about feeling good all the time. It's about being able to see things clearly free of distortion that in the window of tolerance that's the free of distortion zone that anything above and below that you're not going to see things clearly and if you don't see things clearly you're not going to make the wisest decisions you're not going to be able to respond properly you're you're going to everything's going to be distorted and this is where we get into marriage problems and relational problems this is where we get into financial problems this is where we get into and, and all of the, the you know abuse problems and substance abuse problems all these things we get into these these decisions that kind of snowball on this continuum and we make things work because we're looking for quick fixes and all the quick fixes don't fix in the long term. They just continually escalate and compound. And according to the stats, one in four of us are outside of the window of tolerance. And I would venture to guess that this is not any different in the church. And I would venture to guess that realistically... Potentially, the three out of four, let's just be honest, we've probably got some, if you're in that saying, I'm healthy, I'm good, everything's all good, I think we could all use some tweaking. So let's talk about, let's do this series on, on mental health and, and how do we do this, because the Bible talks about it often. In fact, Solomon said this in Proverbs 23, verse 7, strange little verse, but we're going to pull it apart. He says, for as a man, translation, or a woman, thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, first of all, you read this and going, you know, Solomon, like, newsflash, I know you are the wisest man who ever lived, but you're a king, not a doctor. The heart doesn't think. Like, like, 
Like that's a physical organ. It pumps blood. It, yeah, you know, Solomon, you wrote this thousands of years ago. I know you didn't have tech. That's not where the thinking comes from. But listen, when Solomon uses this word, that's the English word because we're not sure how to, Jesus even used the same word multiple times, heart, in referring to how we think. And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Well, my physical organ, that, that's, you know, love. I can't make the decision to love, right? With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. So Jesus said, mind, you know, and soul being different and, and heart. So the, the heart isn't the brain, the mind. It's not, it's not our spirit or, or where we spiritually connect with God and all the rest of it. It's something separate in between. And when we, we look at this, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, you know, she, she says this, that she says, we think on multiple levels. And Dr. Carolyn Leaf, she's a Christian uh, psychologist, doctor, and, and she's, you know, studies the brain and thinking. And she says, we think on multiple levels. And when, he, when she started highlighting this, I went, wait. And I started looking up. And when Solomon refers to, when the Bible refers to the heart as the man thinks in his heart, he's, what he's really referring to is our subconscious thinking. And Dr. Karen Leaf says that 90 to 99% of our thinking happens on our non-conscious, metacognitive level. And that, that this subconscious level operates 24 hours a day. So it's even, you're even thinking when you're sleeping you're on your subconscious level. And that your subconscious level, you have over 400 billion actions per second. While your conscious cognitive level operates only when you're awake and only operates at 200,000 actions per second. So our conscious thinking at the, at, at the most is only operating at 10% of our total thinking capacity, our conscious thinking. So when, when Solomon says this, he says, as a man thinks in his non-conscious, you know, you know, metacognitive, subconscious level, he says, as he thinks at that level, so is he. Jesus said it this way in, in Luke Chapter 6, he says, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. Okay? Not in his bank account. <laughs> right? Or not in his, you know, his opportunities or not in his good circumstances or, or good fortune. It's, he brings out the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. What Jesus is saying here... Is he saying, you ever said something where, you know, you said something and you're going, I don't know where that came from. You ever said something mean to somebody or you just said something you're like came out of your mouth? You're like, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Jesus is like, I do. He says that what's in your heart, he, he said later on, he would come out of your mouth. And he says, but, but this verse right here, he says, your subconscious thinking is going to either bring good in 2022 or evil. And evil doesn't mean sin, missing from God. That's part of it. Evil means not your best. Evil means distortion. Evil means you know, limitations. 
So if you're 2022, and this, if you look at this verse, what Jesus is saying, there's so much depth in this. He's not saying that your 2022 is going to be determined by your circumstances as much as it's going to be determined by your subconscious thinking. That how you think in your heart, Solomon said, is going to determine who you are. And Jesus said, how you think in your heart is going to determine whether this is going to be a good year or a bad year. So, that puts a whole lot of responsibility on us, doesn't it? It, it, it means that we need to pay attention to our heart. And Solomon said, this, he said this in Proverbs 4, 23. He said, above all else. Now, Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. Okay, that's what he's known for. Extraordinary wisdom that kings and queens would travel from nations far and far away to sit and just listen to his wisdom. The wisest man who ever lived. Also attributed to be the wealthiest man still. Still considered the wealthiest man who ever lived. Wealthier than any of the guys that we see today. Like still way trillions and trillions hundreds of trillions, that, that Solomon was estimated to be worth. Above all, so when Solomon, the wisest, the richest man who ever lived, says above all else, Solomon, who wrote 3,000 Proverbs, says this is the most important one. we got to stand up and pay attention. Right? And this is what Solomon said. He says, above all else, guard your heart. There it is again. He's not just talking your physical organ. He says, for everything you do flows from it. So he said, Proverbs 23, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Jesus says, you know, a good man is going to bring what, you know, good from the good stored in his heart. The evil man, evil from the evil stored in his heart. Now Solomon says, guard or pay attention to your heart above all else. Most important thing, pay attention to your heart, your non-conscious, sub, you know, subconscious, you know, level of thinking. Pay attention to that because everything, that's a big word, everything you do flows from it. Now, what's amazing is that if you look up this verse in the original Hebrew, the Hebrew word for, you know, flows from it, that, that part, that part, that Hebrew word is, is this word. I'll put it up on the screen. Is it's tatsat chayim. Forgive me, Hebrew scholars, if I butchered the, the pronunciation. But this, this is what it says. This is what that phrase written in, in Hebrew. The reason I pull that out is because that translated, if you were to directly translate that phrase, you would translate that phrase typically to determine and, and say that this is the fences or the borders on a territory. So what Solomon is saying is, hey, above all else, most importantly, pay attention to your subconscious, non-conscious, you know, metacognitive level of thinking that, does not, that Dr. Karen Leaf says 90 to 99% of your thinking it goes there. Pay attention to that. Because, because everything you do is going, is going to flow from it, or everything you do, will build, it'll build a fence around your life or your year. So in 2022, looking going, okay, pay attention to your, your heart thinking, not just to your mental health. We're gonna, we're, we'll deal with the mental health and how to program that and work on that and get healthy. But, but I wanted to start with this whole idea of let's pay attention to our subconscious thinking as we think on multiple levels. And let's make sure that we can intentionally program or reprogram this subconscious thinking so that we can determine the, the, the type of year we're going to have. Or according to Solomon, 
what our fence line, everything you do, your fence line is going to be determined. Now, Christians typically will say, well, this is all good, but we serve a good God, and God's going to determine my year, and God's, gonna, God's got this plan. Anybody, we say this all the time. God's got a plan for me, and God's got this, and God's going to take care of it, and God will do it, and God will do this, and all the rest of it. And God's going, yes, but even God can only farm to the fence line. And if that sounds... Um, that sounds like not theologically correct. It's the Bible that teaches us that. Solomon said this, Proverbs 16, 9, said this, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Now, this is, this is, this is good. Except, Solomon, you wrote this wrong. Right? Because, I mean, if I was to write this verse or rewrite this verse properly, how it should be, how I think it should be, I would say, God plans my way, and I get to direct my steps. Right? Because isn't that how we operate or how we think? Well, God's, it's God's plan. God plans my way. But Solomon actually said, no, 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 your subconscious, non-conscious, metacognitive level plans your way or builds your fence and the Lord will direct your steps within that fence. Now, some of you might be going, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Ephesians 3.20, you know, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think or imagine. Right. And the rest of the verse says, according to what's within you. So there it is again, that according to what's going on inside of us, God is able to farm outside the fence line. But oftentimes he is limited, most of the time he's limited by our own stinking thinking. And he can only do and he can only deliver what we, what our hearts are prepared for us to handle. So this is why it's so important for us to understand in our heart, our subconscious thinking, who our God is. And this is why it's so important for us to understand who we are. And this is why it's so important for us to pay attention to our mental health and our emotional health and our subconscious health because it determines everything. And as we go into 2022, we got to guard our heart and pay attention to this. And over the next six weeks, this is what I want to I do. I'm going to focus on this. We're going to teach you over the next six weeks on how to program, reprogram, uh, build up and store, how to, how to create and, and build a subconscious thinking that's healthy, a mental health thinking that is healthy, so that you can determine. And God was able to, he'll take you there, but you're going to determine that this year is going to be a good year. And if we can do this all properly, this year is going to be the best year yet. So our takeaway is this, is in 2022, be a thermostat, not a thermometer. <laughs> Let me, if you're going, what does that mean? Let me break it down for you. A thermostat is, is driven by internal forces, which then affect external circumstances. So when the weather turned cold, 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 Christmas, Guess what happened? In our house, our furnace 
stopped, just decided to quit working. While we were on our way to Jordan's families, and we're like, and it's the high efficiency furnaces, they're so, anyway, it just says, it's not getting enough air. And I was like, so it just decides to shut down, which is, thank you very much. So then our temperature, just what, what it happens, the thermostat, it stops. So then what happens? The temperature just goes in the house. And it, listen, at that moment, a thermometer only reads what's happening in the room. It doesn't determine what's happening in the room. Isn't that right? And too many of us live by that. That we allow our emotions, our, our abilities, our, our you know, opportunities, we allow the circumstances around us to dictate our moods, our opportunities, our potential, what we can accomplish. And we will say, well, if the government would change this, or if my boss would do this, or if I could have this happen, if this could happen here, then I would be able to this. And we're living like thermometers, where we're reading, our temperature in our heart is reading based on the circumstances around us. Instead of living like thermostats, as we're going, no, no, we set the temperature. We determine the temperature in our own hearts, in our own lives, in our marriages, in our finances, in all of that. That's program. We're going to program our, ther our thermostat to be at the proper temperature for 2022. And who cares what the circumstances around us do? Because our God is not limited to the circumstances. It's not limited by the government. It's not limited by AHS. It's not limited by anything else. It is set by, it is set by according to Solomon, but what happens in our hearts. So above all else, guard your heart in 2022 because everything that's going to happen is going to flow from it. So I, I want, we're, we're going to take a mental health challenge. And I, we're going to give you some things, activities and things to do. And we've got... Um, my book, Minecraft, which is all about all this, about programming and you know, all this and goes into a whole lot more detail than I've just even able to describe in this time. But it's got a whole, whole bunch of scripture that is all about mental health and helping you set up and helping you think and how you do this. We're going to teach this in the next six weeks. But I encourage you, if you don't have the book yet, get the book and, and, and read it and, and learn, dive into this. Make it your Bible study for the next, you know, trigger your Bible study for the next six weeks. If you have the book, bring it back out again and, and read it again and read it from the mental health perspective. And let's, let's, let's program or reprogram our hearts to be able to make 2020 to the best year ever. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for your word and that, man, you hold nothing back and you teach us so much in your word and how to live and how to do this. Lord, I pray for each one's 2022 this year. Lord, I pray that this would become their best year yet. And I pray that you'd help us over the next six weeks to get revelation, not just information, but revelation that we can we can in turn apply to our lives, to our to our our marriages, to our finances, to our businesses, to whatever it might be. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to program or reprogram our, our heart thinking, but also our mind, will, and emotions in Jesus' name. Equip us in that Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. 
Come on, Parallel Church. I mean, if that message wasn't fitting for this time and this season, I don't know what is. What greater topic to talk about than mental health as we go into January 2022. Now what Pastor Kelly said there, guard your heart. And when we talk about our heart, we're talking about the keeper of our heart. Who actually holds our heart? It's so easy throughout the holiday season to allow our heart to drift into things that we want and desires and things that we wish we could have had, whatever it may be. But as we come into 2022, it's so imperative that we ask ourselves who actually holds our heart. And today, I wanna to give you the opportunity to invite Jesus into your heart. This is the biggest decision you could ever make in your entire life. And by doing so, you invite him into your life to be Lord of your life, your savior and friend. And I wanna say a prayer with you right now that allows you to do that. So wherever you are, unless you're driving, I want you to close your eyes and repeat after me. And say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me and protect me. And I ask you right now to be Lord of my life, and Savior, and friend. Thank you for never leaving me. I thank you that my past is past, and I can begin a new life with you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, what a powerful, powerful prayer, guys. Now, if you said that for the first time, you're watching through the uh, online experience, I want you to either uh, throw it in the comments there and click the link that our, our host team has provided for you, saying, I have decided that is the biggest decision you could ever make in your entire life. And we would love to follow up with you and uh, continue this walk of faith that you're just beginning today. A big, 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 loud online applause for those that made that decision today. We're so glad that you chose to do so. Now,